That's KC may contain graphic and explicit content which may not be suitable for the ears of some listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Listen up now, don't get too far. You tuned in to hear some stories told by two ladies named Hillary. Hey! <laughs> We're back! Hello! Hello! Uh, this is That's KC. Um, I'm Hillary Holt. <laughs> and I'm Hillary Batlin. <laughs> and we chat true crime and paranormal of Kansas City, um, Missouri and Kansas slash surrounding areas or whatever we find in either state because we, we can. can. Um, and we have, you can keep pouring. All right. I'm, uh, I'm just <laughs> All right. I can hear all. No one else saw that, so whatever. It's fine. Oh. Luckily the podcast can't see what happens. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's why I like Shut up, Cheryl. God damn it, Cheryl's gonna fucking spill. Ugh. Okay, I spilled wine, everyone. All right, party fell. Yep. Continue. Well, that's fine because we were drinking <coughs> earlier because we have a uh, guest justice here with us <laughs> from the extra regular soda. I should have taken a nap. Oh, okay. Earlier I must today. Why don't you drink too? <laughs> that's fine. Um, so episode seventy-two means paranormal ghosties. Ghosties. Um, uh, local things. Um, thanks to uh, the housewarming party that I had last week. Yeah. Um, I got, uh, from my friend Araceli. She, um, uh, does, like, reporting journalism for, uh, MLS. Oh, cool. She used to just do for, like, sporting, and now, like, MLS has started to pick up more of her stories. Cool. So, yeah, she's super sweet. So, these are from Zoom. Um, which is a nice little, um, like, soaps and scents and bath works things. <laughs> I think they do, soaps like, and dishware and, and stuff, too, maybe. Oh, don't they do, like, body or the air spray? Yeah, the spray. air spray. Yeah. yeah. Um, so this is Bahamzum. <laughs> uh, peppermint almond. Both are made from goat's milk soap. And then Zum and Be Merry with frankincense and fur. Fire, fear, anyway. Um, uh, uh, Indigo Wild, LLC, Kansas City, Missouri. Yeah, they used to be on, um, I think on Westport Road, but they are not anymore. Uh, www, too many W's. <laughs> Indigowild.com. Just funny because on my box it doesn't even say www. It doesn't. Uh-uh. Just literally says IndigoWild.com. Oh, it so I was like, fit. what are you reading? Mine's <laughs> different. Oh, that's different weird. Way. The boxes are designed differently. They're really cute, though. I like the yeah, boxes. Yeah, they smell cute. so good. Ooh, they do. Yeah. I'll smell. I've already smelled mine. But mm. do you want to smell them? Yes. <laughs> Just waiting. Yes. It's passing soap around. Okay. Um, and then mine, we're drinking St. James wine. Express price. Yeah. Um, it's the peach sweet wine, and it's mm. freaking delicious. Um, I'm going to read the description, and I'm going to laugh out loud again, because I've already read it once. Uh, Drinks away from your face at this moment. Yes. 
Okay. Uh, sweet and delicious, made from 100% juicy peaches, with no added artificial flavors or colors. St. James Winery Premium Fruit Wines are the most awarded fruit wines in the USA. Great for sipping or enjoyed in mixed cocktails or in recipes. Hmm. Actually, this would probably be really good as like a little spritzer in Ooh. the summer. Yeah. A little peach wine mm-hmm. spritzer. So some mm. peaches in there. Yeah. Got really juicy, excited about some juicy peaches. 100% some juicy, juicy peaches. peaches. Juicy peaches. Did you get from probably, I don't know, farmer's market? Sure. I don't know, where do you get peaches from? Um, where, I don't know, look at that. Yeah, so St. James Winery.com, St. James, Missouri. Mm-hmm. That's the St. James, St. James. Yeah. As we've Saint read a million James. times before, because it's my favorite. <laughs> yes. Um, oh, I forgot. There was a comment from episode 71. Uh-oh. Um, of Jennifer, I won't say your last name, she knows who she is, uh, said, LOL, listening to this at work, I work in the Brotherhood Bank building. FYI, his wife bailed him out. So I just replied with a ha-ha face, but I don't remember the context. Is the old man who ran away from his wife, my funny criminal one, yeah. who robbed ah, the bank because he wanted to go to jail? I figured. away from his wife. His wife freaking bailed him out. That's ah, funny shit. That's very... Yeah, that's what I... Yeah, I read that too, and I was like, ha. Okay. Yeah, I figured you, you knew what it was. I figured it was yours. <laughs> if you didn't know, hopefully I would know. Yes. Um, think. Oh, yeah. She also, she shared a thing to us that I haven't um, done. I looked at them and bookmarked her, but it was about uh, charges being dismissed in a 2012 murder of a Raytown jogger. Oh. Yeah. Uh, oh, well, I didn't, I just saw her reply. I didn't noticed that. I said, thank you. She said, you're welcome. He was my cousin's uncle. Oh. I well, pray that escalated. He gets, <laughs> okay. I pray he gets justice. Jennifer, me too. Right. I'm sorry. Did, I'm just now noticing this, but <laughs> okay. Um, uh, we're right there with you, I guess. Do you want to, let's start. Yep. Go for it. <laughs> you this is what you can laugh out. Oh, wait, your thing. That's right. <laughs> you can laugh out loud. I don't care. <laughs> oh. oh boy yeah <laughs> well i'm drinking a few too many uh, mm-hmm. juice from ruby jeans juicery located at 3000 truce mm-hmm. it has beets watermelon lime and pineapple mm-hmm. it's good it's delicious mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i want to do like Probably for my birthday or something, and maybe I can get it for a birthday present. It's uh, the juice, juice like their three day juice cleanse. Mm-hmm. So I did that two years ago. Mm-hmm. You were. Oh, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. Which bottle are you on now? Uh, bottle number three. It's yes. really hard to get all six like, of those oh, in yeah. in a day. I had a timer, I had, mm-hmm. a, I had an alarms. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the, especially the. Because there's an alkali water you have at the end. And I was like, oh, lemon boo, fine. It's terrible. Very lemony. Yeah. I was like, oh, God, no. Uh, I didn't so drink any of my... <laughs> I just did one through five every day. Like, <laughs> nine. Yeah? How long did you do yours for? Um, I did the three-day one. Mm-hmm. I did the intermediate cleanse, but they don't have that one anymore, and I'm really disappointed. Oh, okay. I think they just have beginner and, like, and advanced. expert, yeah. Yeah. I'll probably just go back to beginner. And, yeah. Um, it always kind of scare me a little bit. I'm like, yeah. oh, that like sounds I had terrible. Two out of three days, 
at the end of the day, I had just a small avocado. Mm-hmm. I was like, this is, I, I need something. something. Mm-hmm. By or, day three, I felt like I could have done the five days. Mm-hmm. But day one, boy, oh boy. Mm-hmm. It was not fun. Yeah, it was good. I was off coffee for like six months. Mm. And then I got back out on it. And then someone told me I can't. <laughs> Should not have it anymore. Should not. Should not. No more coffee? No. No. It's like crack. Yeah. Like, it's uh, ridiculous. It's like, uh, my body's just like, well, like we're doing already, this again. already good. And then it's like coffee added. It's like, ah, it's just bouncing off the walls. I was like, all right, that's enough for you. <laughs> I was like, you can have a small one. Drink Maybe. tea. Yeah, I was like, tiny. Tea. tea and then crazy tea. people spill it on. <laughs> Keyboard. Keyboard. Uh-huh. I didn't. My hand didn't decide to just drop it. <laughs> well, it was I done was, holding it. And no, yeah, it was done. Right. It was like, forget this. Uh, okay, uh, I go first. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Uh, so this is Wilson's Creek in the Bloody Hill Ghost. Oh. Yeah. That's not a terrible. It's actually, one. yeah. Bloody Hill. It's a lot more info yeah. than Scarrow again. That's fine. But, Most of them are. Yeah. <laughs> Um, did I use that for the last episode? I don't yeah. think I did. I you used, didn't? no. Oh. I think I used Paranormal Accelerant. Oh. So now we That's can use that this that. time. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> a lot of info, a little scarrow. A lot of info, a little scarrow, because it's what this is. Um, <laughs> so on August 9th, 1861, uh, Brigadier <laughs> General Nathaniel Lyons Union troops were camped at Springfield, Missouri while a large... Confederate force under the command of Brigadier General uh, Ben McCulloch. I should have looked up what Brigadier means. No? Anyone know? I think it's like another rank. I think it's like another like ranking so general I don't know what that means. Okay, cool. Thanks. <laughs> Thank you for clarifying. <laughs> um, uh, was, okay. Uh, so the Confederates were quickly approaching, uh, making camp at Wilson's Creek about 12 miles southwest of Springfield. Both sides spent the evening formulating plans to attack the other on the following day. I, get, I gave it a goog. Ooh. It's an officer in the U.S. Army, Air Force, or Marine Corps ranking above colonel and below major general. So, like I said, it's like a ranking thing. So you're basically ah. more than a colonel, but not major general. You're just a brigadier <laughs> general. And like, like you have like some power. It's like yeah. It's like when you turn nineteen, basically nineteen twenty. It's 20, just like yeah. You can smoke, but you can't drink. Basically. Yeah. Like, well, now not anymore. Well, not anymore. Yeah. Mm mm. Mm-hmm. Well. Yeah. Well. Anyway. Anywho, you can uh, <laughs> vote. <laughs> yep. okay. um, There's our first awkward silence of the night. There we go. <laughs> Uh, the Battle of Wilson's Creek, called Oak Hills by Confederates, so it doesn't matter, uh, fought <laughs> August 10th, 1861, was a bitter struggle for control of Missouri in the Civil War's, Civil War's first year. Shut up. Uh, in fact... <laughs> gonna move the wine. In fact, it was the first major battle in the West and only the second major battle of the Civil War. Nathaniel Lyon would go on to become a Brigadier General for the Union Army and then die at the Battle of Wilson Creek. <laughs> oh, hey. <laughs> she just tried to do a video of it and my face was like... Mm. <laughs> like I made a horrible face. 
<laughs> Which is why I always yell at Cheryl, too. Because sometimes worry. I see it, and I'm like, I just did something embarrassing. Don't Take worry. it away. Oh, oh my God, that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Very fun. Sorry. <laughs> no, it's fine. I do it all the time. Usually it's sidetrack train. Doing it, so. <laughs> sidetrack train. In full force. <laughs> um, so, Nathaniel uh, dies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. It's trying to be like this super major thing for uh, become a uh, brigadier general for the Union Army and then die at the Battle of Wilson Creek in 1861. So, uh, about 5 a.m. on the 10th, August 10th, uh, Nathaniel in two uh, columns commanded by himself and Colonel Franz Seigel, Seigel, Seigel. Ringer and go with Seagal. Attacked the Confederates on Wilson's Creek and the rebel cavalry fell back away from what would be known as Bloody Hill. Uh, however, the Confederate forces soon rushed up and stabilized their positions, attacking the Union forces three different times, but failing to break through the Union line. Hmm. Uh, after being the first Union general killed in combat, so he got it and then he died uh, during the battle, um, uh, Nathaniel was replaced uh, by Major Samuel D. Sturgis. Following the third Confederate attack, which ended at about 11 a.m., so five for like six hours. <laughs> Ugh. Ugh, I barely like working at all. <laughs> uh, the, the Confederates withdrew. However, Sturgis realized that his men were exhausted and his ammunition was low, so he ordered a retreat to Springfield. The Confederates were too organized and ill equipped to pursue. Huh, good. Go figure. Um, that's why they lost. This Confederate victory the buoyed Southern sympathizers in Missouri. Uh, like the, what's it? Jesse? Like Jesse James oh, and, Jesse James. Um, was like, what was it? What? One I did a while ago. Bell Star? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, sympathized in Missouri and stop looking at me. Yeah. <laughs> and served as a springboard for a bold thrust north that carried the Missouri State Guard as far as Lexington. Wilson's Creek, the most significant 1861 battle in Missouri, gave the Confederates control of southwestern Missouri. Boo. However, uh, the loss was substantial with uh, 1,317 Union and 1,222 Confederate. Confederate casualties, killed, wounded, or captured. Goodness. Hmm? Hmm. War. <laughs> War. Huh. What is no, it good no, for? No. Absolutely nothing. Yeah. Anyway. If I say quick enough, you can't stop me. The uh, the Battle of Wilson's Creek marked the beginning of the Civil War in Missouri. For the next three and a half years, the state was the scene of savage and fierce fighting, mostly guerrilla warfare, with small bands of mountain raiders destroying anything mil- military or civilian that could aid the enemy. Enemy. Okay, don't hurt yourself. All right, all right, don't hurt yourself. Yeah. By the time the conflict ended in the spring of 1861, Missouri had witnessed so many battles and skirmishes that it ranks as the third most fought over state in the nation. We're popular. We're popular. Uh, recognized and maintained by the National Park Service as a national battlefield. 
Today, the nearly pristine landscape allows uh, visitors to experience one of the best preserved bat battlefields in the nation, complete with visitor center and museum, along with research li library, living history programs, self-guided auto tour, and interpretive hiking uh, trails. Yep, it says interpretive. Interpretive. Like, so, like no so hiking. So you so pretend confused. to walk. <laughs> Interpretive hiking? It says it's interpretive, right? Everybody calm down. I'm googling it. It says self-guided auto tour and interpretive hiking trails. So you interpret what happened? So it's just how you take it. Do you interpret that hill going up or down? Yes, I mean when you walk on it. Like what the hell? It's a it's therapy. The job of interpretive hiking guide. So this is a oh, person who oh my, who does a job this. For this. It's a job. So their job uh -huh. um, will involve taking groups of approximately ten children. So you only get ten. Oh, terrifying! I already hate it. <laughs> already nope. A <laughs> big old nope. Onto yeah. trails. Uh -huh. Within these hikes, you will teach children about different flora, fauna, history, and geology of the area. Ah. It's not really interpretive. It's literally just like it's an like educational education. hike. It sounds like it. Oh, okay. They're just trying to use fancy words. <laughs> huh. It's an interpretive hike. No. Okay. No. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, forest nerds. Forest like nerds. Dirt nerds. Dirt nerds. Where's our dirt nerd? <laughs> uh, also... Another part of the battlefield is the Ray House, which is home to John Ray. I couldn't find cool anywhere. Name. Well, I don't know why it's important, but... Well, by his name, but anyway. And his family. Uh, the Rays took shelter when they found themselves caught within the fighting and were fortunate to survive unharmed. As the fighting moved on, their home became a field hospital for the wounded and dying left behind. Okay, yeah, so that's, that's probably why. Mm -hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Um, Not always into ghosts. Mm, yeah. <laughs> like, mm, field hospitals. Ghosts. Yes. Ghosts. For sure. Yes. Uh, hauntings. Since the battle, people have reported apparitions of soldiers on Bloody Hill and hearing the sounds of guns and cannons. That'd be terrifying. Uh-huh. Like, just standing around, it's like, holy shit, and just, just drop on the <laughs> ground all of a sudden. Like, Take mm -hmm. cover! <laughs> oh, wait, it's just the ghosts. <laughs> Also reported are cold spots bearing no earthly explanation, and at night the sounds of soldiers walking and talking in the nearby woods. First no, of all, be quiet. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, First of all rude. you're um, supposed to be sneaking up on people, <laughs> and then just shut up, shut up. I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, Mr. Ghost. Can you just shut, shut up a little bit? I need you to shut your mouth. Just, just you're going like this. It's, it's, I need you to be more like this. <laughs> Uh, interestingly, interestingly, though, more Confederate soldiers are reported as being seen at this site than their opponent Union troops. Oh. Yeah. That kind of sucks. That's good that they can't move on. That's true. Mm. <laughs> sorry. Not sorry. Bitches. <laughs> Stay there. The uh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> many say the spot where the Ray House is is very haunted. Uh, reports of groaning and moaning sounds are often heard, heard and repeat because it's a hospital. Get your mind out of the gut. No, I wasn't thinking that. I was just like, oh, that's disturbing. <laughs> 
having the here. Oh, like, okay. I wouldn't. Oh, Cheryl took it there for once. I yes. wasn't the first one this time. <laughs> nice. I swear to God, it was Cheryl. <laughs> Blame yes. on her. Uh, so those sounds are often heard and recorded as uh, EVPs. Oh. Mm. Yeah. And that's, I, don't, I don't like that. No, thank no, you. No. And that's all that it had. Huh. So, if you want to visit Wilson's Creek, it's at uh, 6424 West Farm Road, 182, Republic, Missouri, 65738. Uh, website, uh, www.mps.gov, National uh, Parks services. Thank you, Cheryl. Um, I don't know what's happening. Like, I don't know what email is right now. Like, I, I know you've looked at me, but I just kept looking down and I was like, I can't help. I don't know what to do. And I'm just not going to make eye contact. That's, that's fine. fine. Fair. You're on your own. Uh, so, uh, mps.gov backslash w-i-c-r uh, oh, dot or backslash index.htm. I don't oh know if God. you need that or not. Mm-hmm. Uh, the battlefield is open daily, except for Thanksgiving, Christmas. I think they early, close early on Christmas Eve. Uh, and New Year's Day. Uh, visitor center hours are 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. Seven days a week. Museum hours are 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. The museum is closed on Monday and Tuesday during uh, from November through February. I don't know why they didn't just, I copied, I copied it from the, the site. I don't know why it didn't just say November through February. Oh. I'm just they criticizing need a day. it. The need a day off. Yeah. yeah. But it said November, December, January, and February. It's like, you could just, so the dash would have put, yeah, uh, cut all of that. A lot of other letters. Uh, uh, but that's just us us millennials oh, yeah, gonna yeah, take right. all the shortcuts. Because <sighs> we're so lazy. Right. Park tour road hours. Um, so there's like a, a the tour. Say, do they do like, like reenactments there? Mm-hmm. They do. They're like Freaking educational. Hilarious. I always wanted to go see like stuff. a war reenactment. I don't yeah. know why, but I think it would just be kind of funny. I know someone like people like grown ass men literally just falling over. <laughs> yeah, and like acting like they're dead the entire time. I know time. someone who does that. I'll like, ask him. Yeah, he's uh, is it Christian. Like larping, or is it like actual reenactment? No. Actual, like... Actual, like, good yeah. stuff. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't need any weirdos with, like, styrofoam mm. swords. No, no, no. These are... <laughs> like, no. These are legit, like, costumes. That's crazy. Everything. Like, he makes them. He's... Uh, it's Christian Michael, who's a local designer. Um, menswear, and now he does women's wear as well. Cool. Yeah. So, he's in KC Fashion Week a lot. Hmm. Um, so, Park Tour Roads... Hours Memorial Day through Labor Day, 8 a.m. to 9 p.m. Um, April through May and September through October, 8 a.m. to 7 p.m. And then November through March, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. So always open at 8 and then it just closes two hours earlier the colder it gets. <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, entrance fee to the park is uh, $5 per adult. Uh, to a max of $10 per vehicle. Uh, the receipt is honored for seven days. Cool. Yeah. But if you are on your way, note, uh, just because it was on the website, and it's like, just, just in case mm-hmm. people want to know, and they don't Google to find uh, out yeah, information yeah. beforehand. Uh, no one the ever wa- does. Huh? No. no one ever does. The Wire Road Bridge is closed. Uh, the Steel uh, Trush Bridge across Wilson's Creek on the Wire Road is closed. Now closed to 
all use. Uh, the bridge decking will be re replaced over the next six months. Trails in the immediate vicinity of the bridge are closed as well. So you hmm. can't interpret around those trails. Yeah, no, no interpreting. interpreting. Sorry about it. Okay. No interpreting all the trees around those trails. <laughs> no. No floor, no fauna, no merry weather, and no sleeping beauty. No, not even going to give you it. Nope. <laughs> Dang it. Should have been Aurora. Her name is Aurora. Aurora. Okay. I know. Hey. Sleeping what? beauty. Just kidding. <laughs> Singing me? I fucking love that movie, though. Jane's That's, like, legit my favorite. Yeah. Almost one of my favorite Disney movies. Yes. Yeah. Not going to say my favorite, because that's a lie. No. Because all of them are. <laughs> I cannot pick a Disney movie. But Maleficent is my absolute favorite, like, villain, so... Yeah. Kind of have to like it. And Mayweather's freaking funny. Quote, so. unquote, villain. Because while watching a Maleficent movie, it's like, okay, I get it. Mm. Well, I mean, she's a... <laughs> I know. Pretty she Shaw. took it too far. Pretty sure she's a villain. I know. She legit tries to murder a baby. So. Okay. But if she was provoked. <laughs> she was. That aside. She was provoked. Okay, that baby had it coming. All right. She I was mean, asking to be murdered. A great price. Just being <laughs> baby a just baby. Being born. I mean, come on. Ugh. Back in those days, especially. Jeez. Like, come on. How did he even survive? Just kidding. Okay. <laughs> anyway, electric <laughs> chain. Um, okay. My story. Um, <laughs> um, so I'm uh, gonna just cover Wichita State University in general. Um, oh. There's only like a couple stories from it, so it's not super long, of course. Um, but short background because you can just Google Wichita State University, and people probably don't really care how it started. But here we go. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, so Wichita State University began in 1886. As a private congressional preparatory school, it was founded by Reverend Joseph Homer, Homer Jesus, Joseph Homer Parker. That's really hard. I went from Homer to poker in my in my head, and that was not right. Um, initially, it was referred to as the Young Ladies College, uh, Wichita Ladies College, and the Congressional Female College. Hmm. Like that's a lot of wording for just. Girl school, basically, like, is what they wanted to call it. It's like, like UCM. Girl, <laughs> um, it was part of a boom in college and university creation, which um, was envisioned to admit women 12 years and older who were, quote, able to read, write, spell, and recite the parts of speech. Literally 12 years old or older went to college back yes. then. Ridiculous. You know, but I'm like, hey, but at 12 years old, you're getting married back. Like, 14, you're, you're basically married. You're a woman. Like, yeah. Like, you have a household and a budget. Yeah. Yeah. And you already have 12 children, bro. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Um, exactly. the, in early 1887, the pro project's leaders uh, received a land parcel, which I had to Google. That's just a plot of land. Just a land parcel. Oh. I was like, I thought, like, parcel, like a, a like mail. A box. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. like a... So, a yeah. gift, yes. and it's literally, yeah, just they got a plot of land from the developers um, of the adjacent Fairmount neighborhood, and in response, they renamed their school Fairmount College. Mm. I didn't know that. Uh, when Wichita State first opened its doors to um, in 1895, students rode horses to class, uh, the telegraph machines were cutting-edge technology, and Wichita had only been a city for roughly 25 years. <laughs> Like, that's weird to me. Like, they rode horses to class. Could you imagine? Oh, I'm Sorry, late. I was late. My horse didn't go. Like, 
My horse lost his shoes. <laughs> he was stubborn. He got stuck in the mud. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Don't know how horses work, but given my best shot, I don't know. I don't know. Um, the school became a state university in 1926. It was the first municipal university west of the Mississippi, which is kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and it catered to students of limited means. On July 1st of 1964, the school officially entered the state system of higher education yeah. as Wichita State University. So, ah. WSU. So, 1964. Literally, oh, not, just under, what is that? I don't know. Math is hard. I'm sorry. You said 64? 1964. 1964? Oh. Mm-hmm. That's, let's see. Uh, it became a state university in 1926. 64? And then 64, it became... 54 years. So what is that? 42 years after it became a state university, it actually got officially entered as a higher education. When? Like 40 what? some years later. Welcome 64? to the fold. Mm-hmm. Well, because 1926, it became yes. a state university. Okay. And then in 64, it was officially entered as the higher education. Okay. So it took 42, no. Ah. Less than that. 42 30. to become a, Okay. 30-something years. Gotcha. I don't know. I'm picking up math what you Math is hard. We don't do math here. Um, and Except then, that one time you did math real quick. I know. I don't know what happened that day. I legit, I, I, don't even, I blacked out and math came out. I don't know what happened. It wasn't me. Something else was in there and had made it come out. Um, a couple, like, uh, alumni from Wichita State. Mm-hmm. Gary Burrell, who is the founder and CEO of Garmin. Oh. And Dan and Frank Carney, who are the co-founders of Pizza Hut. They both went to Wichita yeah. State. Yeah. I was like, oh, that's right. Cool. Yeah. There was a lot. <laughs> Cheryl just, whoa, Cheryl liked that. Stabbed. Whoa. Cheryl just stabbed. Uh, Basically. I got pizza. Mm-hmm. Um, let's see. Uh, the Yeah, there was like a bunch of other ones. Like, there was a lot of like sports people. Ah. I don't know like all of their names and stuff because, you know, it's like exactly. cities that I don't care don't about. Either. Yeah, it's like, no. they're not royals or chiefs. I don't care. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, but yeah, there was like a crap ton of like basketball, football, no baseball and football players that had moved on from Wichita State to something else. Uh-huh. And I was like, oh, I never, I don't know, I'm really horrible at Wichita State because I'm like, it's so small, it but it's really good at athletics. Like for some weird freaking mm-hmm. reason, it's all the wheat. <laughs> wheat, <laughs> wheat just gives them something extra. Hardy, right? Hardy wheat. <laughs> Hard wheat, good for sports. Um, I mean, they say wheat, eat your Wheaties. So I mean, you're not wrong. Hardy Wheaties, good for sports. Um, was that the name of it? So no, oh, here goes the typing. Um, all right. So the Wilner Auditorium uh, is one of the places that's haunted there. One of the ah. most places that's haunted. Um, it was built using funds from the Public Works Administration. It was originally constructed as an auditorium and commons building. It was named after George Wilner, who headed the speech and theater department at Fairmount College in 1923. He retired um, in 1960, so just four years before they came, became Wichita State. He almost kind of made sad. it. Yeah, almost, almost made it. Could have mm. held out for just a little bit longer. Mm. Um, Wilner Auditorium still serves as the main stage for theatrical performances, um, and locals claim that George Wilner is the ghost who haunts the auditorium. Um, from either, like, just kind of seeing him, but mm-hmm. also they just, I mean, it's kind of like a shadow thing, but they're like, oh, it has to be him. Yeah. 
you never know, <laughs> obviously. So, but the reports are, um, they hear disembodied voices constantly throughout the auditorium. No. Um, <laughs> doors open and close on their own. That's and the lights turn on and off and flicker without explanation or anybody being in the rooms. Mm. Mm, no. Like, no. But I also wonder, does that happen, like, during performances? Because that would be that was, bitch. Uh, I'm like, rude. You can't be turning off the lights when well, you, my... like, like, he just doesn't like it. He just shuts off all the lights. Like, <laughs> this is terrible. <laughs> right? Like, shut up already. He just shuts everything down. He's tired. Everyone has to go to bed. Yeah. Um, let's see. <laughs> just miss a line. Done. Lights up. You're done. That's it. Done. Yeah, done. Um, let's see. And then the second place is Hen- Henryon. H-E-N-R-I-O-N. Henryon. Henry, yeah. Henry and Gymnasium. It's really kind sure. of hard to say. Um, it was first, it was the first permanent gym uh, built on campus, which I was like, permanent gym? Did they have mobile gyms? They just have giant, like... Just trailer gyms? Right? That's what I'm thinking. Like, giant trailer that you just haul around. It's outside? Like, Here, come play some basketball. Shoot some hoops <laughs> in this trailer. <laughs> A little weird. Permanent gymnasium. Um, it was constructed in phases, and it was originally named Memorial Stadium. In dedication to the Fairmounters, which I thought was funny, they called them the Fairmounters, um, who served in World War One, and then it was renamed later for Walter Henryan, who was the member of the Fairmount uh, and the University Board. Mm. So basically, screw you, who served in World War One. This one, this, this like one. employee, is going to get named after. That, well, because he stayed. Get what? He stayed. He stayed. <laughs> he stayed and helped out. Uh, so. Uh, so. <laughs> uh, Walter Henryan's construction company made a major contribution to the construction of the building, and then that's basically why it was named after him as well, not just because he was a member of the board. Um, the main gym opened... Oh, it opened in 1921. The women's gym was added in 1929. Oh. And the... I oh know, we didn't get our own freaking gym. Uh, um, and then in 1937, locker rooms were added on the north and south ends of the building. So I was like, holy shit. So were they so changing were they in the bathroom? 16 years, yeah. you just gotta just change in front of everybody? I don't know. Uh, Maybe just come room? ready. Oh, I guess, I guess like, they probably didn't change. They just stayed in their yeah. long dresses. Well, no, you said 25? 29. 29? Yeah. Maybe they were in the temporary gym. Uh, change yeah. that became the locker room. Yeah. yeah. Or they were just flapping around. Nope. Flappers. Nope. Yep. Damn it. Mm. So you really can't stop her unless she just keeps talking. That was a good one. I wait. Uh, I wait for my moment and then I attack. (laughs) Oh, let's see. Okay. uh, Last two. In 1983, the Heskett Center was opened and Henryan Gymnasium was changed into the Henryan Hall, um, which is where now the School of Arts and Design houses ceramics, painting, and sculpture classes. Oh, and activities. It's like, oh, okay. Ceramic activities. I don't know what that means, but okay. What do you do in a ceramic activity? Like ceramics. But that's why I was in that classes. Huh? No. Ceramic class, not an activity. (laughs) Just for fun. Professor fun. Anybody can come. (laughs) Yes. Um, Paranormal reports, um, they basically say that apparitions in the early hours of the morning have been reported at this location. Mm -hmm. They are unsure of who it is, but they believe that it may be a maintenance worker or actually like Walter Henry and who it was named after. Yes. I was like, everybody just goes who whoever was named after. Right. Like, first thing. 
It's like, I don't know if he loved that gym, though. You really think he's going to come back because it has a name on it? Maybe. Probably haunts his own house. I don't know. <laughs> like, yeah. Ghost travel, I guess. Um, but yeah. <laughs> they do. From building to building. True. You know, okay. like where they have like multiple buildings on a campus. Yeah. And it's like you can see one ghost in multiple things. Or like a psychiatric ward where they have the same mm-hmm. ghost in like three different buildings. Yeah. They fucking travel. Okay. Ghost travel. I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> Alright, they do. Ghost travel guy. Sorry. Ghost okay. travel guy? Ghost travel agent. Can we travel agent for ghosts? Oh, which part okay. of your life do you want to go back and hunt? Would that be kind of like in Beetlejuice when they go, like, when they first arrive? You should yeah. be like, oh, you can kind of go wherever you want. Kind of. Interpretive ghosts. Right? There you go. Interpretive ghost, ghost tours. tours. Interpretive what? ghost tours. Interpretive ghost tour. <laughs> that's awesome. But yeah, that's all I have on that one. That's it. Okay. Oh, goodness. Okay. Um, I'm just glad there's no ghosts, like, punching people or pulling hair or something. In no, no touch. Don't touch Don't ghosts. touch. Not okay. No touch. No touchy touchy. Not. Especially in houses and bedrooms. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. Um, uh, a case effect? What? Yes. Sure. I'll do fact. I was like, are you looking at me to do a fact? I do the tips. I, what are you talking about? I was like, no, wrong. <laughs> I was asking, should I? I yes. will do it. Um, so, Casey Effect, uh, we're going to go to Topeka. Yay. The name Topeka is a Kansas Osage sentence that means place where we dug potatoes. <laughs> oh my god, that's like one of the best things I've ever heard. Oh, better than place where big we canoe people do, from Missouri. pretty good, so. Big canoe people. Big canoe people. Um, or a good place to dig potatoes. Mm. Mm. Topeka. I mean, they're also, they're very helpful with their names. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you go to Topeka to dig potatoes. Dig potatoes. What do you do there? Topeka. No, okay, but like, what do you do there? Exactly. Topeka. Okay, but. (laughs) Okay. Okay, but but where are you from? (laughs) Okay, what else? Okay, what else? Uh, Oh. uh, As a place name, Topeka was first recorded in 1826 as the Kansas name. For what is now called the Kansas River. Uh, Topeka's founders chose the name in 1855 because it, quote, was novel of Indian origin and euphonious of sound. What? Uh, exactly. Euphonious of sound? Euphonious like it sounded sound. good? Like, like, just sound, sounded good. Like euphoric sounding? That's basically what that means, right? Yeah. Like Topeka. Topeka. Sounds, <laughs> sounds really good. Topeka. They were on something. To well, make topicas, opioids, right? Probably. Topeka. Topeka. What is it? They're what? they're passing the peace pipe too many times back then. Yes. Topeka. Like, Brilliant. Mm. Mm. Topeka. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. 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 I got it. Um, doesn't sound good. Topeka. 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 It's funnier the more you say it. It is. It's like Topeka. 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 Um. The mixed-blood Kansas Native American, Joseph James, called Johim, I'm guessing, or Jojim. Sure, the last one. I like that one. For sure. Jojim? Jojim. 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 I like that. Yeah. Jojim. It's J-O-J-I-M, so Jojim. It's credited with suggesting the name of Topeka. 
The city laid out in Joe Jim. Of, of course, course it's freaking Joe Jim. Who named it? Oh, uh, Joe Jim. Joe Jim. Joe Jim at Topeka. Jim named it Topeka. He thought it sounded euphoric, all right? Uh-huh. Joe Jim. Yes. Good God. Yeah. The city laid out in 1854. One of was one of the free state towns founded by eastern anti-slavery men immediately after the passage of the Kansas-Nebraska Bill. In 1857, Topeka was chartered as a city. And just extra, just so we don't forget, uh, of Brown versus Board of Education mm-hmm. is based in Topeka. Sweet. From Topeka. Topeka. Yeah. Thank you, Topeka. Nice. Thank you. Thanks, Joe Jim, for Topeka. Because yeah. she passed away the day before we did our live recording, I think. Right? Because I, I mentioned so. it. Yeah. yeah. So it was like, oh, yeah. yeah. It was like, oh, yeah, because it wasn't that long ago. Mm-hmm. So she's still, well, was. So. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Thank you. R.I.P. Thank you. R.I.P. Thank you. Um, okay. Tip. Tip. Yeah. Um, I did unknown uses for duct tape. Ooh. Because I like the little life hack things that I've been doing. Yeah. Um, one, I laughed out loud because it says, fix a tent. No shit, you can fix a tent with duct tape. Like, you can fix most anything with duct tape. Yeah. Right. My grandpa fixed our lawnmower with duct tape. Yes, FYI. grandpa. Amazing. Very He funny. used to use, like, nothing but duct tape. Um, you can remove splinters with duct tape. Um, I would suggest Gorilla Tape because it's my favorite. It's yeah. extra sticky. But literally all they say is, like, if you can pull it out a little bit, you, that's great. But otherwise, just keep putting duct tape on it and trying to pull in the direction that it would need to be pulled out. So if you can't, like, grab it with tweezers, the little stickiness would should be able to pull it out. Which huh. I was like, weird. Huh. I don't know if I would nice. like that. <laughs> like, that would be a really big splinter, I feel yeah. like. Um, the other one is to, um, I like this one, a temporary hem. Tape up your jeans on the inside. Like, if you roll on the inside, yeah. tape it up in there. So I was like, I'm too short for jeans anyway. I just roll them. I'm 5'11". Um, <laughs> never have that problem. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's see. And then, oh, the last one, uh, protect your floor. So instead of using, like, the bottom of, like, the little like, cushiony things on your chairs. Yeah. You can literally just, like, roll up some duct tape and, like, stick it to the bottom of there, and that'll add as another layer of protection for you. And it's, it doesn't really come on. I wish I'd have that before Dang I put this, the things on the chairs. Right? Our dining yeah. room chairs. But there oh, you well. go. Nice. That's it. Nice. That's my tip. That's your tip. That's my tip. That's okay. Um, I Again, I thought of something, and now it's gone. So... <laughs> Anywho, I think that's... Oh, I remember. Oh, there it is. Uh, and that's why I have a drink. Are you going? I am. Yeah. yeah. Did you get to snack VIP or are you in GA? Just regular, regular. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Same. Same. <laughs> Same. I was like, yeah. all right with it, though. Yeah. And after a while, I was like, oh, we didn't get VIP, whatever. Yeah. The only thing, <laughs> so, yes, not being able to meet them, but yeah. that's fine. The Truman isn't that big either. Mm-mm. So. Yeah. It'll be the first time going in there. I didn't know where it is now, but yeah, yeah no. Which yeah, it'd be cool to like maybe figure out something to do with them. But I think their schedule's super short because they're here and then they go to St. Louis. Yeah, literally the next day. They added another show in St. Louis. Yeah, I looked today. Rude. And there are two shows in St. Louis. One mm-hmm. of them sold out, and then they added one the next day. It's fine. It's fine. It's, fine. it's, it's fine. totally we'll fine. With it it's fine. <laughs> 
Well, yeah, I will, uh, they probably more time too. Yeah, well, I think I was listening to the newest episode, mm-hmm. and um, it's their it's not the show's anniversary, but is it their like friend anniversary? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they'll be in St. Louis for that. The sh- the show's anniversary because they just did their friend anniversary, fan anniversary. One more time. Friends. Anniversary. Because I'm still catching up on some episodes, so I like just okay. recently listed. Yeah, because it was they were talking about the, the podcast that's in Aquarius, and we are both Aquarius. Yeah. Oh really? Yes. I'm surprised yeah. I like you guys and get along. With <laughs> what are you? I'm a Virgo. Oh okay. <laughs> My mom is a Virgo, so I you understand. understand. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah, because they were talking about, and their friend anniversary, um, or there was another episode too, they were talking about like Jim and I in Aquarius were super compatible, but then I was like, I was going to tweet it and then I forgot. Um, but yeah. So yeah. 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 Hopefully. Yeah. Okay. Maybe, cool. maybe we'll get you guys to meet them. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Cheryl, tweet them a bunch. <laughs> All the time. Done. <laughs> every until every free second you Until have. we get blocked. I need to see. We're probably... <laughs> Probably just like bag bagging. Right. Like, no. <laughs> like email and uh what's it? Eva. Right? Yeah, Eva. Mm-hmm. Eva. Write that down. Eva, please. Eva, write that down. Eva, please, write this down. <laughs> Thank you. I know you can't won't don't hear us, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah. We'll send it. We'll figure it out. We'll get it. Maybe. I could just I don't know. Mm-hmm. Run them around the city. That'd be yeah. cool. Okay. Be, how can be their how can I be their gopher? Anyone? No? We'll figure it out. I'll find out. There's a lot of shit to do in this city, so it's like taking the uptown, take them to barbecue. Oh, oh, hey, it's Hillary. Um, So, uh, while editing, apparently our sign-off in mid of our conversation got cut off somehow, uh, probably because of uh, the ghost that we mentioned earlier. Um, So just pretend both Hillary's are saying this, and that's Casey. Bye! Hey folks, please don't forget to subscribe, review, and continue to listen to That's KC on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, or SoundCloud. If we're not on your favorite podcast directory, please let us know. You can chat with us on Twitter or Instagram at That's KC Pod and Facebook at That's KC. If you'd like to keep the local liquor, food, and podcast flowing, you can support us on Patreon at That's KC Pod. If you have any suggestions for local Missouri or Kansas food and drink, or, you know, would like to send us something, wink, wink, please send us an email to thatskcpod at gmail.com. P.S. If you have your own local story you would like to share or have a suggestion for us to research, we'd love to hear from you via email. Oh, and thank you to Brian Lawson for the intro beat. Okay, bye!